Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Ah, Hi. Hi. <laughs> you became a dolphin, <laughs> a as predicted yeah. by your last tarot reading. <laughs> well, on Patreon, I said that we are yes. two very it famous dolphins. Every time I read I it. I always forget that I said that. And then when I check back in, I'm like, what? Dolphins? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are very famous dolphins. And this is our very famous podcast. And this week we have... A, a f- like a new brand new friend I've only met our guest once Jessica just met him for the first time I met him in an actual s- store he sold me stuff and I was like this guy is great <laughs> and then it turned out we had friends in common and now it's all coming for full circle is that what that saying means I don't know what sayings mean um <laughs> former Miss America uh present Miss Canada that's true regionally um, <laughs> Retail, uh, retail person still, which mm-hmm. is a great catch for us, and uh, amazing drag queen Amy <gasps> Grindhouse. Yes, and out of drag, my name is David Thompson, which may or may not be a fake name according <laughs> to the Mexican government. Yeah, your parents abducted you and they gave did. you this generic British name, mm-hmm. so you can blend in. And then you're like, "No, I'm gonna do drag." Secrets out, divas. Here I am. <laughs> I highly recommend now in the podcast following Amy Grindhouse on Instagram because uh, David looks like a beautiful puppet. (laughs) Like a beautiful like marionette. Like something from the 60s and 70s. Oh, wow. I'll send you pictures of what I'm thinking of. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, yes. And you do such beautiful makeup. Thank you. And you have a full beard, which is so lovely. Uh, So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for braving the storm, uh, braving getting turned around and ending up on the other side of town Mm -hmm. and being here tonight to drink beer with us and talk about retail nightmares. It's an honor and it's a privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know about privilege. so (laughs) Support us on Patreon. Anyways. (laughs) So the the first time that I met David, I was buying jeans uh, in a store that won't be named and you were great. And then it turned turned out we had a friend in common, uh, Anthony, Mm -hmm. uh, also known as Chandelier, Chandelier. former guest and um, former guest, present friend. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that uh, you work in this great store and you're great at customer service. Thank you very much. But I bet you have not the best customers where you work sometimes. It is one of those things uh, (laughs) that it is. It's a particularly interesting clientele at my place of work. Uh, You know, when you have a higher end market, oftentimes you get some of the wackiest requests imaginable. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, you know, when I was doing stuff at like Canadian Tire when I was a kid, like that was easy (laughs) enough. Like that was like, you know where are the Christmas lights and you just say where they are. But now it's like, can you get this ready for my wedding, which is in 10 minutes? And you're like, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Who has time okay. to be going to a store? Who has time to get married? I yeah. know. In this economy, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. How much does an average wedding cost? I don't know. I think it can really Scares vary. Me. It can. How much did your wedding cost, Jessica? Yeah. Like 20 bucks. Yeah. Ooh. The treats of pizzas were the bigger expense or, or the justice <sighs> well, of peace? The, you know, yeah. You have to pay for the efficient or whatever they're called. Uh, I think it's an efficient. Efficient. <laughs> she was very efficient. <laughs> we were like, let's wrap this up as quick as possible, people. Have- let's put a ring on this bitch. <laughs> let's and put you pointed at Jay. this thing in this thing. Let's put that ding dong in my ding a dang. I was like, let's make this legal. Um, But no, I think... She was like 90 bucks or something. And then how much for the cakes? I think they're 9.99. 
Wow. <laughs> so you had a wedding for about $100. It costs $100 for a marriage license, too. Okay, so we're at $200. <gasps> and then we went away for a couple nights at Harrison Hot Springs. <gasps> that doesn't count. That's the honeymoon. That doesn't count. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Distinctively different. So the your wedding costs more than the wedding. $200. About that. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Wow. Like, that's really good. We did it right here. <laughs> right in this spot on now the Now there's a ghost there of their yeah. former selves. There's a stain. <laughs> there's <laughs> char marks. Yeah. There's smoke The damage. devil took you. Um, well, I didn't realize I could afford to get married. Well, that feels good. Um, David. Yes. So you work at a store. It's pretty high end. Mm-hmm. The reason why I have gone to that store is because there's also things that I can afford in that store mixed in mm-hmm. with the most, like I was there this Saturday buying jeans, mm-hmm. uh, which were affordable. But then I went to the ladies room on the upper floor and past the exquisitely beautiful clothes that no one has any place to wear not even wealthy people it's true like you would look stupid yeah it's like a it's like a one long practical joke that they've been (laughs) running this whole time (laughs) no one's figured it out yet yeah but that's what's fun i think (laughs) it's really crazy it's true though there is a couple pieces there that literally you know if they aren't sold then they Actually, it's really funny. This is a secret, but I don't work at this place, so I'm going to say the name just for this particular reason. Yeah, please. But best kept secret in fashion is Simon's. Oh, how come? Well, Simon's gets all of the stuff, the crazy stuff that doesn't sell, and it goes there for like 80% off to when? like 90% off all the time. The Park Royal Simon's is insane. The like designer section there is always like come to garçon like you name it it's there for like nothing it's crazy i have a question i for love you. the come to garçon converse will you be my personal shopper absolutely yes <laughs> i can totally afford it because my wedding was only 200 dollars. <laughs> so i've got like 10 grand set aside <laughs> for my wedding that i'm just saving for high-end discount i love that uh couture david sold me a pair of jeans that were boyfriend cut and i'd never owned a pair like that before and uh, I didn't. I don't ever know what to do with the cuffs, so I came out with them rolled up. And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like that looks good." He's like, "Never seen anyone do that with them." And I was like, "Well, I'm kind of short in the leg." And he's like, "No, it works on you." Oh. And now when I do it, I'm like, "David said this is oh. fine." I love it too. I actually love to cuff jeans. Yeah, I think it's very chic. It's really nice when you have short legs and you don't want to pay for him. Find your drugs fact. in there too. True, guys. I bought drugs. Oh, <gasps> congratulations. Dad, if you're listening, I bought drugs. Oh my God. <laughs> I bought one gram to help me sleep and one gram to help with chronic pain flare-ups. Ooh. And now do you do you need a method of ingesting it? No, I have the pipe that you loaned me. Okay. Ooh. I feel like technology has advanced so much since I gave you that. Yeah, like I tried the stuff for sleeping and I didn't it felt really nice, but it didn't help me stay asleep, mm. which is my problem. So I bet I'll never smoke the rest of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we'll see what happens next time. But that's the first time I've bought pot maybe since I was a kid. And how was the like experience? I was five or six. Was it? Yeah. What dark alley were you in? Well, it's, it'll be here. I'll start with a retail nightmare. Um, okay, please. This is a really dumb story. But um, a friend of mine who will shouldn't rename nameless. Remain. Remain shameless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went looking to buy pot a while ago. She wanted CBD oil for migraines. And I was like, I want that pot. 
that helps people sleep that everyone's like, you should get that pot. <laughs> and she thought she knew of a place on Commercial Drive to get it, but it was just a licorice store. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. So we ended up just buying a lot of licorice. Ooh. I feel like it can, if you say the right magic yeah, word, but I realized weed. that probably the two of us look like middle-aged cops a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like we once were really muscular. And then, um, (laughs) so we ended up, but she must have thought we were so stupid because we were just as excited to be in a licorice store as we would be to have been in the right place. And we bought so much candy. Oh my God. Yes. And then, um, I heard of another place and then my friend's like, no, you need a prescription from a doctor, which is not difficult for me to get, but it's not a conversation I want to have with my doctor. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I'm already having all these other conversations about my health. I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, now they're going to be like, well, somebody with depression might not want to smoke pot. And I'm like, what if that person's depression is, would be great if she could just sleep. And that's really what it's about. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Also, I know people who have depression and chronic pain and that's their like number one medicine that they swear by. So yeah. Or if you're like, <laughs> yeah, like I grew up in Squamish. And so like Whoa. you can like stub your toe and they're like, you know what? You just need to buy a lot of weed. <laughs> That's it. That's like the go-to answer. Just pillowcase full of weed. Absolutely. Yeah. Best kept secret. So I messaged Squamish. a former guest who will be on again, who worked, he worked at a dispensary and I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. And he's like, oh, just go to this place near my house. It's great and safe and they're great. And you just need photo ID and so my friend and I went in there and it's so small <laughs> and there's a person that takes your ID and he's a really nice guy with pink hair that was lovely. This is a color, like this beautiful color. And uh, then a woman helped my friend get stuff for her migraines. And then I just said to her, I need stuff to sleep and I need stuff for this reason. And it was great. And she chose two things for me and it was really cheap, but confused me because I'm not used to anything in the city being affordable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the last time I had any weed at all, I had maybe half a gram and it took me a a year to smoke it. (laughs) So um, I feel like uh, it was a very good experience. And um, now every time I open the cupboard in my bathroom, I'm like, what is that smell? (laughs) (laughs) A tiny skunk crawled in there. Yeah. Yeah. With very, very nice people. And it felt like a normal transaction. And then also other people in the store were like, we think this is good. Or you should try this to each other, which was really sweet. Oh, it's a retail dream. That is really nice. It was just nice because I was really nervous about it. And yeah, it's an unusual transaction if you've never done it before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doing something legally that is freshly legal, you still feel like it's going to be a candid camera style show. And yeah, like, that or guy's like going to come out. Weird's going to happen that one time. Like they get robbed when I'm there. Like your oh, butt's yeah. going to fly out of your pants. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. butt was in my hands, and I was trying to focus, but I also had to hold my butt. You're trying to. You're like, can I pay for it with this butt? And they're like, I'm so sorry. Like up until the very last minute, I and like till it was all over, I was just like, just like I don't know, know what I'm doing, and. That's me my entire life. Yeah. (laughs) I never I think I was worried that like somebody with like a puka shell necklace or like Oh yeah. Something weird was gonna happen. Yeah. (laughs) Who's like just like, you know, his uncle's a hell's angel. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it because it was kind of a retail dream and also very like anxiety provoking in a way. But I felt like I had to be brave for my friend. Oh. I'd done the research and I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, like I'm used to buying things. So this is just buying yeah. something and uh, afterwards my friend it. was like oh you asked like the right questions <laughs> just like and i was like yeah i had really thought about it yeah. i wanted you had a coach so i don't like being stoned mm-hmm. but right. i want to sleep see that's i'm kind of the same way 
Oh, yeah. I really don't love the feeling of being stoned, but like sleep is like very nice for me. So I'm a fan <laughs> of that. So no, it's every once in a while I'll, I'll partake in the old devil's lettuce and it does the trick. The what? The devil's lettuce. Have you never heard? <laughs> is that not what, is that not current? I love it. I devil's lettuce. Yeah. I'm going to make a special box that says that. Please do. <laughs> I have an idea for a company that you guys can't steal from me, but I, I'm going to offer that you guys both be partners. Okay. okay. I'm in. You're in? <laughs> yeah. We might okay. have to cut this out of the podcast because I think it's such a great idea. Mm. But we make drawstring bags and boxes with locks. And all it says on it is, please do not open if I have passed away. Oh, God. Just throw out. Whoa. So it's like just something for your secret things you don't want anyone to see. Wow. Because I was talking to my friend Graham about, my mother's been doing this like Swedish. Oh, the death cleanse? Death cleanse. I read about it. Yeah. She's been doing it for the past couple of years. And I hear about it every Sunday. It's very cheerful. She's like, you know, my Swedish death cleanse or whatever it's called. On the Lord's Day and all that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I started reading an article about it and I was like, I can't. This is too depressing. I can't even finish like the first paragraph about it. Yeah, that's a lot. Just for the listener uh, and for David, my mom grew up in a funeral home. So nothing is depressing (laughs) in that way. Uh, Like death is sort of like a thing. It's like a job. It's practical. Right. (laughs) So I was thinking like, okay, if I passed away tomorrow... Um, there's instructions on what to do with the dog, bury him with me alive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like an Egyptian <laughs> pharaoh. He'll meet you um, in the afterlife. Yeah. And uh, like my paperwork's in order and there's only like one or two sort of embarrassing things in my house. And I feel like if I just kept them in this bag when I wasn't using them, someone would just come in like a friend, they'd see it and then they just throw it away. Right. So I feel like there's a market to make this bag for people. Well, I feel like Yes or no, is it a good business idea? Yes, I think it's great. But also, like, alternatively, you could just have your embarrassing items double as functional things, like Mm. anal beads that are a necklace, like doubles it, like, so something, not that there's anything, like, embarrassing about that, but sometimes... But, like, make it decorative. Yeah, make it decorative, make Mm it... I don't think that they're floppy. (laughs) Well... I think they're more like a stick. But like your jewelry can be whatever you mm-hmm. want it to be. Like it doesn't Made have it of to... baby's teeth. I'm not <laughs> talking like Mardi Gras beaded necklace. I'm talking about like a bold piece. A bold piece, yes. <laughs> a statement. I piece. do like that idea though. I guess my only concern is just knowing my friends and how like listen if... Are they a bunch of mean gay guys? Yeah, I was gonna say like if you, if I died and there was a, a box yeah, that said do that's not open an invitation. Every single drag queen in the city is coming over to look at this box. Okay, so what would it say? So like, like the... Specific to yeah, your peer group. My peer group. I think it would just say... Um, David's taxes. Yeah, like taxes are like... Mm, something like bland. It would just be like, eh. Not on. fun. It would just yeah. say, eh, move on. You know, it would just okay. like say that in text. <laughs> eh. 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 like a little nothing shrugging. exciting nothing too much you know but also i feel like no nothing that i have would be too shocking to anybody right i think i think i've mm-hmm. i've covered the ground that's right okay you're... so maybe it's not for me but i am definitely buying 25 percent of this company okay as is okay. well so far that zero dollars but... first offer i like it i i like this idea or also something something that would self-destruct Ooh. sort of if you don't you know, key in a password every year. It would so. be great if there was a chip in your body that when you died, 
that little box just exploded. Okay, put that in there. <laughs> yeah, put that. That in will there. be like the high end one. Yeah, or like the shoe bag. That's like the Westworld version. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I just had a moment of panic. I'm like, where is Hank? <laughs> He's at home. He's at home. He's safe. Did you want to tell a retail story and then we'll move back on to David? Sure. Well, I was thinking of your job and mm-hmm. how you just sort of have to make friendly conversation with people mm-hmm. all the time and how it can get tedious. And, you know, you have sort of staples that you go to, like small talk and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I assume. Absolutely. I assume. Um, and I was in a, a store that I'd never been to recently. It was in the South Granville neighborhood. So that gives you an idea of the usual clientele there, usually sort of rich, older white ladies. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to be one. To generalize. Mm-hmm. Um, I will only be some of those things. <laughs> uh, and there was a very lovely older gentleman working in the store who you could tell he'd been like a lifelong retail worker and very gregarious, was chatting with me. I was laughing at his small talk and all that. It was great. He was helpful. And then an older white lady came in Mm. and she was, you know, just went straight to an item and was looking at it. And he walked up and tried to engage her in small talk and she just would not have any of it. And it was the most awkward thing to overhear because I was the only other person in the store. And it sort of like a cavernous store with not that many things in it because it's South Granville and you need to give the illusion that like, Oh, we don't need to fill the square footage with (laughs) items to sell, to pay our rent because that's what luxury Mm -hmm. is. I guess he said, Oh, is this the big decision of the day? Cause she was holding up two different glasses and sort of trying to decide between the two of them drinking glasses. And she said, what do you mean? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and he was like oh like do you need help deciding between those two and she's like but the big decision of the day what does that mean and and he just he was like oh you know i'm just making friendly conversation she was like but the big decision of the day and she was this or an abortion (laughs) (laughs) she was what did you pick (laughs) pick i picked the abortion i mean i would have rather had an abortion than of been in that store having to hear this conversation it was so uncomfortable and then she just wouldn't let it die he was trying to move on and say like okay yeah fair enough that didn't engage you let's try and you know how can i be of service to you ma'am basically is how she wanted to engage with him and it it just kept happening and i had what the fuck was wrong with her i don't know she was she's probably got her own problems going on i think she was having a stressful day but Mm. it was just you know just ignore the small talk engage with it like it's a horrible part of our daily lives that we all have to engage in in order for civilization to not collapse Mm -hmm. so like yeah say like oh hi yeah what's your favorite fucking glass in this store don't make this beautiful older man feel uncomfortable about him trying to yeah, and so, also like don't go into stores and shit on people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it it's just, a job. Not everyone has the same job. And he was yeah. you could tell that he was probably past retirement age also. Oh, yeah. Just a friendly older guy who hopefully will get to retire sometime, but he and then he asked me if I would join the mailing list. Uh-huh. And I you know, because he was so sweet and because that woman had been awful to him i was like yeah sure i'll join your mailing list 
And then I had to read my email address out to him like 56 times. You should write it oh. down. I think I they should really have had the paper because mine's long. Yeah. Like it's my first, middle and last. And then mine has long. a made up word and an underscore in it. So oh, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, it's embarrassing. Uh, and then he kept reading it back to me being like, what does that mean? What is that? And I was like, it's the big decision of the day. Let's just leave it. Leave it as is. So, yeah, it's, you know, relatively minor compared to most uh, retail nightmares of my past. It's subtle. And I can't stop thinking about it. And I think I bought several things that I didn't need in the store just <laughs> to make this guy's day better. I right. don't know. I obviously read too much into this situation, but I can't stop thinking. really aware of it, like yeah. how people are treating other people. Mm-hmm. And just trying to like trying to make him feel like shit for no reason. It's a real weird thing to do. It is weird. And my thing is just like, if she has to keep asking what the big decision of the day is, my fear is like that she was like told earlier in the day by like a mystic woman, <laughs> there will be a big decision. What do and you I mean? And I think she would be panicking at this moment. They're like, is this it? Is this what's going to change my life? But or is yeah, like, yeah, or a if, you, if you choose mm-hmm. wrongly, death awaits. Mm-hmm. But if you choose wisely... I, All the riches in the world. <laughs> is there a saying that death waits for no one? Um, sure, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. sayings, but I'm working on getting some sayings into my... Yeah? For your t-shirt for, brand? <laughs> I had a great t-shirt idea today as well. I need to hear oh. this. It just says, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> That's doable. Merch, make it happen. <laughs> dang it. Dang it. Ugh. That's a shirt. It's so funny. That's a I total love shirt. That. I want that. I will, I will personally front. $20 for that t-shirt. Okay. Wow, that will make one shirt. <laughs> oh, good. Dang it. Oh, that's a um, good one. So, David. Yes. Do you have any particularly heinous retail nightmares from any your, of your retail Your jobs. current job or any past or future if you've been to a psychic recently? Well, we're still waiting on that. But as of currently in this uh, wonderful uh, place that I'm working now, I do love it. And I do love who I work with. It's actually really, really sweet. It's a great gig. But one of the things that happens is every once in a while, because our store is sort of like a rotating pop-up. Ah, one of those. So what we get kind of changes uh, every like... Four to seven weeks. Okay. So it keeps it interesting. That's high turnover. Oh, absolutely. But like to the pro, like I'm never really bored. Always something new going on. Always something to learn. The con is there is an eight hour phone call before every single store where you're just like talking to a brand representative being like, so this is the next adorable item. (laughs) It is so cute, guys. Like, did you see? See, it's so cute. It comes in like three sizes. Any questions? No. Okay, next item. It's so cute. It's that for like eight hours. Um, so that's fun. But anyways, for one of our stores, we had this one like show-stopping item. This was the one you had to come and see. And it was a clock. <laughs> right good start a clock but it's like a clothing store i know but like they were like well what's what's the market want right now what's hot what's moving what's moving time so clocks so (laughs) millennials love clocks so they bought a giant clock and this thing like before tax is eight grand what with tax over 10 grand okay so this thing is a it's like a behemoth 
It is crazy. It's insane. Does it double as anything else or is it just a functional you clock? You could probably use it as a tabletop. It's so big. Like what? it is giant. Like it's giant. Or like 36 inches across, 42. 42 plus. Fuck. I almost more like 58. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. And was it like Roman numerals? So was get it this. very modern? <laughs> okay. Okay, this is where it gets wacky. <laughs> 48 individual clocks moving at different times. I hate it so much. All right, you're already a pet. It's, I, it doesn't get any better. Well, I'm so it. sorry. It's, it's like art. But they move individually and they like shuffle. So like they all continuously move between every minute. So it's like this big art show piece. And it was for like the MoMA story we had. So okay. it was very, very artsy, very fun. And this thing, you couldn't miss it. It was so ridiculous <laughs> and large. Um, but we were all like, cons- like everyone agreed like this is never going to sell like period like I don't know who this is for it's never going to sell and then Whoa. one day okay <laughs> this guy comes in and he was really nice he had this like really thick like it was from I think he was from Alberta or something so we had some like oil money and he was there with his wife thick what like an accent <laughs> okay. oh oh a thick something well I can't discuss you were touching your hair when you said what that else thing. Was, yeah I thought um, you were gonna hair. say like main I can't discuss hair what else was thick on this this particular podcast but you could tell no no there was no uh, dick touching involved no 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 this was strictly business um so he comes in with his wife and straight just like no small talk oh um how much is the clock eight thousand dollars you know a casual answer and he says okay i'll take it (laughs) what (laughs) that was it and that was it i mean i tell you every single day there was a conversation that went oh how much is that clock eight thousand dollars eight thousand dollars oh that's way too much oh that's that is way too i will never oh my who do i talk that's just way too that was it and that goes on for like 10 minutes but this time he just bought it and i didn't know what to do at this point like, like do you have stuff call, to wrap I think it up need to call did it come police? in a special box it came in a box but like i don't know where that box is like we just no one planned for this <laughs> yeah you no, never thought anyone was gonna no buy it you lit it on fire <laughs> like it was so shocked i was gobsmacked so at this point i'm just panicking because i don't know what to do and my manager had recently um been let go so i didn't have anybody that could help me at this point so i was just like oh, okay awesome hey good choice good choice for the clock i'm just gonna see how to get this down i'll be right back and i call everyone in the store i'm going like every manager and then i get to visuals and i'm like i need a drill i need to get this down i don't know what to do so uh luckily i had some people come down they found the box this is about 30 minutes later we find the box we unlike hinge it from the wall pack it up wap it in foam, send him on his way. And he just carries it out. He doesn't oh, well, get it. Well, I carried it out. Oh, wow. I carried it out because, you know. That must have been fun to carry. It was really fun. And also like $8,000. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, here you go. Like chunk. Like, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'll carry it for you. Um, I was so excited. I was like, <laughs> pat myself on the back. Like, oh, I never have to work again. This is great. But you don't get a commission. Exactly. Then I remember that <laughs> later going, oh, yeah. So, I mean, you should be able to retire just on yeah, legend ex- alone. Exactly. So. You were happy to just take part in such a grand act of mm-hmm. consumerism. And it was so <laughs> magical, that moment. And then I got a phone call about an hour later. And he says, hey, so there's no manual. Uh. And it, this is like, oh, oh, no. 
I don't know how to, I didn't know how to work the clock. I couldn't give him instructions at this point. So I'm like, the manual's another $8,000, sir. Right. Like, okay. So just like send me the e-transfer. So I run to the back to try and find this thing. And it is literally, it's gone. It is gone. So I call the manufacturer. I have, I get to find the number. I find them. They don't have it. They're closed. They're somewhere in Switzerland. They don't give a shit. They're like, (laughs) bye. They're nowhere to be found. Our buyers don't have it. No one has it. I get, so I called the Toronto store. They send me iPhone photos of each page to Whoa. send to this guy. And I'm like, come on. Guy, like, oh. like, it's so frustrating because I'm like, this guy literally dropped $8,000 to get iPhone photos. Like, this is a lot. Well, he did also get a weird whirly gig. Like, was it? Doodad. Like, right. So, like, it's, anyways. <laughs> so I send these photos over in an email, just like, I'm so sorry. There's nothing I, I just, I'm sorry. I'll get you a PDF. Anyways. So two days later, I get the PDF. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to send it. I have it in the attachment. I go over to customer service. He's there returning the clock. <gasps> no! Returning the no! clock. He is right there. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I was going to go talk to him. He'd already, he's basically on his way out when I was going up to it. So I didn't even get a chance to talk to him. You just saw his... So uh, I just saw him leaving. And then there was this clock there. And I'm just like, well, what the, what the fuck do I do now? We like, meet my, again. My whole life... <laughs> had been leading up to this moment and that disappointment <laughs> was crushing. Did he give a reason? He didn't have a manual that he could use. That was his reason for returning it? It was his reason. He was like, I don't know how to work it. It doesn't work. These iPhone photos suck. Like there's nothing I can do. And I was like, okay. Anyways. Fuck. So this is a nightmare already. Yes. Anyway, so we're taking down the store. This is at the end of it. This is a couple weeks later. I've forgotten about the trauma. <laughs> And I find the manual. Oh, where is it? The manual has been like underneath. So all of our stock is up in the back. Someone had slipped it like under one of the shelves. Like it was nowhere to be found. So there it was. And then we returned it back. So I didn't get to sell that $8,000 clock. But it, it still lives on in my dreams. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Your nightmares. Yeah, mostly nightmares. It's true. And you said you would get him a PDF. Yeah. yeah. So he and two days. I think he has buyer's remorse. Yeah, and that's that's fair. He did spend eight thousand dollars on a clock, so I'm not gonna like hold that against him. And it's not a one of a kind clock, right? There was like more than one made. So it has to be. It's only eight thousand dollars. Right. It's at like least pennies. three. Pennies, you know. Wow. So it was just not meant to be. I picture him as a total supervillain. I think maybe he thought it was a time machine. <laughs> that would be chic. He also bought handmade neon signs. That was other hobby. He would like buy handcrafted neon signs. He was a bit of a drug dealer. Like you'd hope so. I'm picturing him as Nicholas Cage okay. in the movie Snake Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay this is gonna floor you okay like a prairie minor league hockey coach voice and look but like with a button down in khakis okay wow you wouldn't you just wouldn't expect it well, but then when i saw his veneers i knew something mm, was maybe something was different yeah mm. hope, oh <gasps> maybe, maybe he's a dentist maybe he's like a bovine dentist oh because <laughs> i feel just like anything alberta related <laughs> yeah you, cows. cows are related it's true i've got to see a picture of this clock 
Yeah. It's called the clock clock. Oh. It's called the clock clock. Why? That is let's what it's a, called. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. Luxury items always have the fucking dumbest names. Okay. Also, how do you fucking Google clock clock? You, right. <laughs> we would put it in. Clock clock MoMA. Oh, yeah. It's a kinetic. It's both a kinetic sculpture and a functioning clock. Isn't I've that... actually, I think I've seen this on a design website. I was going to say, I'm sure you've seen. Okay, it's not as heinous as I was thinking no, it like would it's be. Chic, but... Yeah, and I was picturing, okay, I was picturing. Like a Tweety Bird? <laughs> this is what I got. <laughs> <laughs> what did I? <laughs> this is what it looks like. A little different. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's so like. It's digital. It's, it's not at all what I Oh, imagined. no, it's it's still analog, but it looks digital. Oh. So each each arm moves independently. So everything's at right angles, basically, on the individual clocks. I was picturing everything with, like, ornate arms. What are they mm, called? Hands? Right. What's that? What, how does clocks work? Uh, and I was picturing numbers all over the place on right. each clock. So I thought it was just chaos. Yeah, that's what, what I, yeah, now in hindsight, when I said that, that is no, what I'm No, no, you described too. it great. I just have a, I just tend to imagine that everything is awful. That's fair. <laughs> that prepares you well. That's for not life. at all what I imagined. I really imagined something from like a kid's movie or like yeah. Back to the like, Future in Doc Brown's apartment. Right? How there's like a gajillion cuckoo clocks that the other go day off at the I saw time. a couch on an Instagram post that a friend shared with me, and it was really lovely couch. It was like bent wood and pink velvet cushions or navy velvet cushions. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but just out of curiosity, I was like, "Well, how much does this cost?" And it was. for a couch just wood and some cushions and like if I had the money I probably wouldn't buy that because no because it's just wood wood. it's just wood and no couch with exposed wood is ever comfortable because this is I think it would be you always wind up banging yourself on that wood somehow I'm very delicate that's Uh, true (laughs) I know that for a fact (laughs) (laughs) so David Mm. You have one more story for us. I love that transition. (laughs) Really bringing it back to the brand. (laughs) Let the kids know. There is dolphin merch available (laughs) in the link below. We should make dolphin merch. I think that'd be so cute. Merch is very cute right now. Everyone is like merch. (laughs) Everyone comment how what merch you want and they will make all of it i oh, promise wow. well we have tote bags that i'm gonna make more copies of oh my god this month mm-hmm. they're yeah. pretty nice i want one i'll make sure to buy one they're all sold out but yeah i'll i'll let Damn everyone it. know once we print more this month Ugh. well there they, you go they should be available by the end of the month mm. so hit us with your your next nightmare well this one's a little more petite <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not quite as intense as that wall of a clock. <laughs> um, but this is about a tiny clock. This is about a much more petite clock. <laughs> um, no, but this is funny because every once in a while we'll get like a well-known brand in, and people get excited about that. But this was interesting because we actually had like a character that we had stuff of Snoopy. Oh, and like you're speaking Alicia's Snoopy language. Snoopy is like the one. Everyone loves Snoopy. I love Snoopy. That's like a universal. <laughs> yes, we love Snoopy. <laughs> and so when we built, it was for a dog shop that we had. Okay, I thought you were gonna say dog show. A dog show. We had a dog show. There was a runway. It was amazing. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can, ugh. Can you imagine I, a dog runway? A dog fashion show. I feel like I don't have to imagine that. I'm sure I can Google that. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's happened in stories. Mental. Already. Note to like cringe to later, but anyways, um, 
we had a Snoopy. So the theme was like Snoopy for the dog shop. So we had these giant cutouts of Snoopy in various poses. He was posing it out. He was giving us, it It was great because everyone was super excited about Snoopy and people were taking pictures. It was very, very peculiar having like tourists taking pictures with like Snoopy. Like when you're like right beside them, like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Photobombing everyone. Photobombing everybody. But there were some people that would get really aggressive about buying them. Because oh. these are just like, I think like styrofoam and like cardboard together. People are like, oh, are these for sale? And you're like, oh, no, no, no. These are just like this displays. This is literally the store. This is just like the store. It's fine. And they're like, <laughs> oh, so they're for sale after the store. Oh, my gosh. No. No, 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 no. Like, they're just part of the store. Okay, well, who can I talk to that can sell me these? <laughs> you're like, um... No one is going to do that for like you. Maybe like they're not. Maybe your therapist. Your therapist. Like, it worked for me. It might work for you. Um, but like, it was it. That was like how it started. Like opening day, I had like f- like one of the first customers I had was getting really up in my face about it. I was like, that was weird. And then a couple weeks later, one of my coworkers had someone who literally would not leave them alone until they took their name, their phone number, their email. They were going to talk to the general manager. They wanted a car to everybody because they were going to buy these for their daughter's nursery. I want to put these Snoopies in my nursery. And I think that is really creepy. <laughs> a giant Snoopy. Yeah, with let like your a, daughter decide what she just wants. Just kind of like dancing like... <laughs> I don't know about all that. Snoopy is not for babies. No, Snoopy. I mean, like, I guess it could be. But also, like, your what? child's existence is not important to anybody but you. Yeah. And your decor of a nursery is a ridiculous conversation to have. I need something that's not even for sale. I know. Can I have that as a shirt? <laughs> oh, my God. I do like a long text. Yeah. <laughs> Bold. Yeah. And that was the thing, though. And she came back. <laughs> they always do. And she came they back. They check in. And she came back. And she came back. And it was just so embarrassing. Anyways, so we closed down the shop for a new one. And she just randomly pops her head back. And this was recently. And she was like, what happened to the dog shop? What happened? And I was like, oh, it's it's done. You know, it's a pop-up. They, they come, they go. Hence the word pop-up. They don't stay forever. And she was like, what happened to the Snoopies? <laughs> and she was very direct, full eye contact. What happened to the Snoopies? I'm sorry, they were put down. And I just, I, we could not keep them. And I, and then, you know, you give the old, like, we just couldn't sell them because ABZ, they're copyrighted. You know, I gave them every answer I could think of. And she was just like, it is such a waste. Ugh. Goes to leave, comes back down. You know, really, though. It is such a waste. Goes, comes back a third time <laughs> to just tell us, you know, if you had just contacted me, I would have taken it off your hands. You wouldn't have had to dispose it. It would have been much easier. And then leaves. And then my manager starts walking back. And then like from the top of the stairs, she was like, I just wish someone called me. And then leaves. <laughs> and I, I felt bad, but like. But they weren't for sale. They were for sale. They were going to another pop-up. They weren't for sale. They, they were going nowhere. I mean, they, to be fair, they were being destroyed. Oh, and I then, like that part for listen, some reason. Would I have given it to her? Maybe if she was nice. Yeah. If she was not such a fanatic about it. But, you know, Peanuts as a company, they're very fickle. Yeah. Money hungry business. And they said, do not sell those. 
do not sell these. <laughs> these are exclusive. But you know, was what's really funny is um, when the visuals team broke them up, they sent us all a picture of these like destroyed Snoopies for us all to laugh at. Wow. And so that was quite funny. Wow. So it did end Vindictive. in a nice cathartic way. <laughs> but, I don't um, think she would have paid money for them. That's the thing is she wouldn't have actually bought them she, she would just, have hustled them out of there into her minivan in like a weird sad and they wouldn't way. have fit <laughs> no and they would have gotten broken and she would have still had a fit the way that she did not getting them about like why didn't you package them up for me or something you know like I think this is when i worked at the video store people would do this every time we would put a new movie poster right. in the window they would say has anyone got their name down for that poster once you're done with it and i'd be like no just me in the life aquatic. Over no. And over again. Oh my God. I mean, I did have that poster on my wall as like a teen. Um, but no, th- this is like for fast and the furious eight or transformers four. And they don't even come as real posters. They come packaged by E one, the distribution company, like low res with a hideous border around it. That says like new on DVD, Blu-ray. And I would have to cut out the border. So it was already like a, misshapen poster and then it being in the wall for a few weeks would then get all dog-eared and when you take the tape off of the window like it would look bad and then if you didn't call them they'd come in and they'd be like that was for my nephew it was his birthday and you're like that's a really bad present (laughs) yeah the thing that's like this weird thing happens because you're providing a service you somehow owe them something that you don't owe them. Like yeah. you don't owe the climbing up on a wall, taking down a poster mm-hmm. that's part of your marketing mm-hmm. yeah. to sell your thing, to give them something for free so you lose sales. Yeah. People can suck it. <laughs> it is funny though, because it did give me a business idea oh. of like just cardboard cutouts. <laughs> oh. I love cardboard cutouts. I don't know if Who you... Who doesn't? I have one. I have to say a Snoopy what sounds it? great. What's yours? Um, Mine is... Well, I have this... Um, this infatuation, this love, and this obsession with Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Amazing. I've always wanted to be here for Halloween. I love the that. I've been here a few times. I had a dress that was perfect <gasps> for years, and then finally perfect. I gave up on it, and then I donated it, and I'm so mad at myself. I'm not letting you give up on that idea now. It's that okay. You probably got it from... I was going to say, like, hey, let me... I got you. <laughs> I got the wig. I got the... I got you. Um, but no, I have this co- giant cardboard cutout of her. And it has all the old pamphlets for like the VHS purchases. It was like probably from one of those stores. So I'm glad. You know what? In a way, maybe I am glad that somebody did haggle who whatever yeah. retail employee. Because now I have this Elvira that was from one of those stores. And like not a for sale. No, God, pr- no. This was for like buy my tape. Come I always soon. find like that stuff like when you get at home with the exception of an Elvira cutout. Or oh, it looks terrible. Yeah, it looks terrible. Oh, it looks absolutely terrible. And it's so giant. I mean, this is a life... Like, this is huge. Like, Elvira is my size. Like, the same oh, yeah. height as me. They take up a lot of space. You have to live in a... She lives in my third room. Yeah. You have to She's live in, in North room. Burnaby, too. To live, truly. And it's <laughs> one of those things... Right? And so, like, now that I know that I'm not going to be there forever. So, like, when I move into my, my true apartment, like, it's going to just be... That's my apartment. Yeah. It's Elvira. It's just in Elvira. Me. That's it. It's your roommate. It's quite, and I will say it is a little disturbing too. Like when you're like walking by a room and it's like dark and empty and there's just like you this. You catch like, it out of the corner face. of your eye. Like, yeah. It's terrifying. So I'm like, imagine, like, you don't want to ruin Snoopy like that. No. You don't want your kid to grow up with this also, ominous like, it's Snoopy. It's been in a store for six to eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's a used. Covered in dust with like holes and like kids like 
kissing not. it. And you're like, stop. Yeah. Stop. This it's is weird. Gross. Like I don't, every once in a while, like I get a request from somebody and now like when I was new to retail, like I would be more accommodating. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like in customer service very occasionally, like I will get a long winded story about why something's so important to somebody. And I'm like, it doesn't change the outcome. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the thing that you wanted or not or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this doesn't convince me. You're just wasting my time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like if you are emotionally attached to an eye cream, for an example, that's not my problem. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true, though. And it's su- like, I mean, I know that it sucks just for some people. It's a fucking drain that people that's are so a t-shirt. lonely. <laughs> if you're emotionally attached to an eye cream, that's yeah. not my problem. Oh, okay. Uh, this speaking, merch. This merch. Of, it's time for ticket or click it. Mm-hmm. That's so, my sound effect. <laughs> it sounds like a what really fancy that? telephone. I don't know what that was. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, we have a theme song for it. It's okay. But we can also incorporate your oh. sound. If you could be a cop without any of the negative uh, connotations that that entails okay. for one one day and you could ticket someone, find someone, just call someone out or something or just any general thing, what would it be and what would the penalty be? What would the Ooh, fine be? That is such a good question. <laughs> and that is a lot of power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you I get to... So, well, our last guest gave someone cancer. So, oh my God. Yeah, it got the, really dark. What He's the such heck? such a nice guy too. We were really yeah, surprised. Yeah, it was shocking. <laughs> that is a really shocking twist. That makes me think very... I usually just find some money. Yeah. yeah, like 35 bucks. That's actually pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, I think mine would be for... I think I'm a little jaded from from rich people at my particular place of work in what they wear. Yeah. So I think my current fine for where I am in life right now would be paying like a thousand dollars for Crocs. Oh. Designer Crocs I are agree. here. <laughs> and they are staying apparently. And that's fine. I understand. Sometimes you just want to hate yourself. So you're designer Crocs. So are you talking about natives? Like no, or like higher, actual higher, higher, Croc- higher, okay. higher, higher. Like but we're talking rubber. like like Prada, like Balenciaga. Okay, like that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I've never tried. I, okay, fun fact. I was calling uh, Mosh- uh, Moschino Moschino. No, it's Moschino, isn't it? Moschino. Yeah. I was calling it Moschino. Mochino. I was calling Mochino <laughs> to customers, and everyone was like, "That is wrong." And I was like, "No, it's like totally fine." Anyways, it's okay. Um, I used to date someone who pronounced it Versace. So, <laughs> was that Nomi Malone from the hit film Showgirls? Uh- <laughs> Were you dating Nomi Malone? No, but I know a dog named Nomi Malone, and oh, she's really cute. That's really cute. But yeah, I would find people that spend too much money on things like designer Crocs or anything of that nature because every once in a while something will pop up and it's like if you can buy the same item for $20 without like this particular color or style or I will fight like you need a fine of a thousand dollars like no no 
Yeah, like, just no. give the difference from the luxury item to the, you know, and basic make your item custom. and give it to you. Or they make a custom thing with it. Be creative, be fun. Like if you're going to buy, if you want like fancy Crocs, buy a pair of Crocs and like spray paint it. I don't give a fuck. Like just like do something yeah, interesting. There's something shameful about the way that money gets spent and you it's are true. seeing it at a level that, you know, we yeah. don't see yeah. it. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Or like the, the there was like a whole line that was designed from car mats recently oh, oh boy oh boy and like i understand How innovative <laughs> you want to be innovative but like Love. these things were like four grand for a skirt fourteen thousand dollars for some of the most expensive stuff and i'm like this is just a scam guys like i i can't is I this just, shoes or clothing clothing okay when i worked at a store on robson street one of the big items from the runway uh capsule was a pa- dress made out of paper and mm. it was like i wasn't that expensive it was like maybe five hundred dollars that's and expensive of course, for paper every time someone put it on guess what happened it ripped because it ripped. <laughs> they farted too hard <laughs> it was really cool looking it was really beautiful it was like kind of thick craft paper it was a dress. very good quality paper but that's something so ridiculous that like maybe don't try it on i don't know like well, you'd have to know if this paper dress fits you. If you're going <laughs> to spend five hundred dollars on, that's a lot. I'm just thinking of the paper bag princess. Like that is a who was. I have a a quick follow up for that question. Yes. Did anyone buy that paper dress? I feel like it never sold. I think that every season we received a few pieces. Initially, when I worked there, a few pieces from the runway collection that were like never possibly would ever sell. Right. And also, it's, it was in Vancouver. It wasn't in. Right, Montreal, one of it the wettest cities. The wettest cities, yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. your dress will turn to pulp instantly. I still have a skirt from that store that I love, and the zipper broke over a decade ago, and I've not had it fixed. I've never looked into having it fixed. I live upstairs from a friend who's also a tailor, <laughs> and the fabric is reflective. It's like so beautiful. Oh my god! Oh. It's so beautiful. It's like black and shiny, and it's a line, and it's got like. It's so lovely. Mm. And I think I wore it once and I looked like a doll and I was not really into that at the time. But now well, now you have a doll that looks exactly like yeah. you. But yeah, it was like the whole thing for that fabric for that season was that it had been treated in a special way. So it actually reflected. And it wasn't oh. like, it's beautiful. It's like woven. I think it has silk in it. The skirt was like. I feel like it's cursed. All the managers got 75% off. Yeah. And it was 75% off sale sometimes. Oh, my God. So, like, I probably paid $40 for this dress. Yeah, you don't have to feel bad about it. No, you don't have to feel bad about it. But one day I'm going to get that zipper fixed and you guys are going to yeah, see me in my reflective dress. I want to see dress, this next you know? time I'm That's over. so pretty. I see it. Yeah, it's pretty I'm cool. I'm very jealous. So, some things were pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of, I owned a lot of cashmere tank tops during those days. Oh, my God. For a busty lady, not a great look. Um, I'm kind of into that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that if I had been more self confidence yeah i could have gotten i could have like i could have seen you rocking that like currently i definitely bring it back make it a trend (laughs) i know i'm thinking about it that with crocs (laughs) i i want to give a ticket to i went to see a film at fifth avenue uh the other day and um i haven't been to see a movie in a long time and i actually really love to go see movies but it's more of a time thing and i went to see the new wes anderson film and my friend sarah hadar uh past guest forever friend Picked up tickets and we got there. And I have a theory that entitled people don't know how to line up. Oh, oh definitely. No. And so at, the, at this particular showing of the Wes Anderson film, 
surprise, surprise, most of the audience was white and middle aged. <gasps> Shocking. And uh, or like 30s and up, I'd say. Mm. And trying to get through the door, everyone's like, no, I'm first. It's like we all got stuck in the door at it's the same time. It's a clusterfuck time. there. Yeah, it was crazy. Yikes. And then um, we went to get snacks because snacks were going to be dinner. I love it when you do that at the movies. Me and too. you get all the junk food for dinner. And it's such a huge treat. And um, the man at the cash... I asked him what the specials were because my friend was like, you can use a scene card and get points. And I was like, I don't know what those words mean, <laughs> but I'll take your scene card. She loves movies. She sees everything that comes out. And um, he's told us what the specials were. So we chose one because you get points. And he was so overworked. He was panting, basically. Whoa. Oh, And no. people are like, it was crazy how people were behaving to get snacks. And uh, I like to like calm it down for a second and just be like, oh. I also got a Barks root beer. Tasted oh. like water. Probably oh cost $7. Yeah, that's brutal. And then when we get inside the theater and the seats are pretty small and Sarah had warned me. She's like, they're weird. They kind of tip backwards yeah. instead of like, they're weird. So she put her coat down and her drink down and she, as she sat down, she accidentally spilled her drink. Oh, fuck. Which I've done before too. It's so easy because it it's is. like not a lot of space and oh, you're totally. being self-conscious because there's people everywhere. So we're mopping it up. We're getting Sarah cleaned up. And this guy's like, excuse me, I need to get out. And I look, <laughs> this is who's getting the fucking ticket. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. I look down our aisle and he has to go through like 10 seats to get out if he goes our way. Or he just has to ask the couple beside him to move for two seconds. And we were like mopping up soda. <laughs> so Sarah's like very, very sweet and polite. And uh, I am less, less and less so. And I was like, what the fuck? And so he kind of pushes back past us and we finished cleaning up and Sarah and I are still like kind of getting sorted and it's just two women, two bags of popcorn, two sodas and a bag of lifesaver gummies. Mm. Uh, so we've got a lot going on. Right. And winter coats and stuff. And then his girlfriend's like, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. And we're both <laughs> at the same time, like two hissing serpents go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> like we just like snapped on her. We're like, are you fucking serious? Uh, so I'm giving these two dingleberries <laughs> Tickets. I'm giving them something so much worse. Oh, ooh. VD. <laughs> I agree. And the, also the whole film, the guy did like uh, Mr. Burns' hands when he's watching it. Like, he was like he's... so into the film. Oh. I'm going to give them both two sodas poured into their laps. Yeah. <gasps> oh. That With also ice. also have herpes in them. <laughs> wow, that is really serious and you can never get rid of it. Yeah, well, they'll true. be perfect together. And but there's like, a lot of stigma around it and apparently almost everyone has it. Yeah. I think everybody secretly has herpes. Well, because you, you can have it and not know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to give them herpes. Okay, well. I'll because I think that it also causes other immune system issues and okay, everybody so just trying to be funny. Everybody just get tested. Okay, How just get tested. You get charged for that test. What What um, fine are you going to give to Wes Anderson? For the movie? Yeah. Because uh, I, I heard you hated it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I have to say, like, maybe it's just like my mindset about just the world these days is pretty down. I'm pretty down on it. That's fair. Some of the things are nice about the film. I mean, it's a beautiful film. Mm -hmm. um, this texture and some of the characters' skin or the fur of the dogs is really lovely. I've heard it's all alpaca fur. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, that's good. They they get shorn. Oh, oh good. It's no one dies. No one dies. <laughs> it's good. Um, I would not take a child to it. Uh, someone on Twitter pointed out to me when I declared my how much I didn't like like it. Like, why would anyone who likes dogs go see that movie? And I was like, that's not a terrible point. Um, I'm going to give Wes Anderson. A smaller budget. 
Yeah, reel it in a bit, Wes. Yeah. God. Like either just stick to, to animation or stop animation. I think he does a beautiful job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, sometimes his movies don't really seem to have much of a fucking point. I yeah. think it would be nice if he actually did, because bands do this all the time once they get like way too big and then they're like, you know what? Let's reel it back we're, in. We're unplugged now. Yeah, or just like, right. we're going to work with the first producer we ever worked with and we're just going to keep it basic. Like, Wes, why don't you take the same budget that you had for Bottle Rocket and work with, you know, three that guys. That would be interesting. That would be I would, but not the same three guys. Not the same three That's guys. That's the other thing is like I find it very distracting in films. I think people think it's cute, but when you the voice actor is not a voice actor, they're just an actor. Like Jeff yeah. Goldblum, yeah, lovely, beautiful voice. We love. Very distracting as a dog. My friend. Yeah, oh my god! Wait, wait. Pause. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pause. I'm Poor so pause. sorry. Jeff Goldblum plays a dog in the new Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Okay, so I I'm, I'm going to see it now. I'm going to see it. I mean. I spent thirty thousand. Yeah, we should. I spent like thirty thousand dollars in film school in the past like two years, and that was like really fun, like really flirty, and I'm very happy I did. <laughs> yeah, you'll but pay like, that off real quick. I will agree with like the one thing about Wes Anderson is he's one of those people that's like on the same list as like you're like Scorsese, Scorsese, and like everyone's like, oh, you need Coppola, Coppola, <laughs> and then like my favorite is when you're in film school and there's like that one like annoying white boy who's like Kevin Smith, like Ugh. I'm different. And you're get like, out. we've all seen clerks i get it it's i not, get it it's not it's fine it's not what you think it clerks is Clerks is fine move on move on you clerks was what? groundbreaking in its day you and i will stand by that statement clerks is amazing okay i'm not yeah. i would never in a million years will i argue clerks is a bad movie oh i don't like but, it oh i love clerks i love you know clerks. what kind of movie i like what do you prefer like, a Citizen Kane, a Godfather. Jessica, one. Who are you going to give you a like, ticket to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Move falling on. for this. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Yeah. Who's okay, ticket? I've got a ticket that I have been dying to give to someone. I can't believe I haven't even talked about it on the podcast. Stop me if I have. Uh, so in my building, yeah, I think I might be the only person in my building who's not a fucking idiot. <laughs> I know that the whole point of having a podcast is that you got like a weird superiority complex, but. <laughs> In my laundry room, in my building, I knew it. every single time I go down there, there are more loose single socks. So much so that there's an entire bulletin board down there with push pins on it that people just put the lone socks on. And there's usually about four on there, sometimes six, sometimes eight. It got up to the point that there was 12 socks down there <laughs> and I had to take additional push pins Oh, my God. And like, who are these people? How often are they doing laundry that they don't recognize their own socks up on the board? It's like, yeah, right. There. It's the only thing on the wall. You can't miss it. So I, of course, am super anal that I have to like display them all. You know, if they're inside out, I make sure they're the right way around. So you'll notice them. Yeah. Sometimes there's even remember me. Sometimes <laughs> there's even a pair down there. And I'm like, how are you like? Who are Do they finally you? get matched up as a pair? I don't know. It's it's really disturbing. One time I found one in the hallway, so I brought it back down to the laundry room. It's it's really upsetting. And so I check every time I like scoop my arm through the dryer, always a sock. Like I don't know if it's the same person, if it's multiple people, because they're all different sizes, they're all different styles. But if it's Jay, it's not Jay. Playing I a practical d- joke on I you. do all the that laundry. Might be, uh... <laughs> That might be out. It's not Jay. He does other chores, but laundry is like, I'm the only one anal enough to care about this. Uh, so I guess... Just throw them all out. No, but that, that's like, they've got... 
probably the other useful sock upstairs. And they're like, I don't know. They probably threw it out already. They probably did, to be honest. How much is the ticket? The ticket is, oh, also two-parter. No one ever cleans the lint trays. My neighbors never do. Which is a fire hazard. It was just about to say that. that By the way, it's a fire hazard. So I always have to touch a stranger's lint, which kind of gross because that's just part like little fragments of your weird underwear uh so i guess my fine is that everyone gets evicted <laughs> I will take please a- do i'm looking for a place i also feel like i'm the only person who lives in this building because i never see my neighbors and i don't know any of their names and i've lived here for over seven years so oh my god it's very strange secretive anyway i know also, laundry sucks, and everyone's always distracted and busy. That's usually why I have in, like socks with that are like a little bit different because I they always get I can always keep track of them. Yeah, I used to have this whole black sock theory. It's like that if they're all black, then you can just always wear black socks. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. they never match each other. Anyways. No, and then it's some are slightly newer than others. Mm-hmm. That's what drives me crazy about about Jay's socks is he has like eight of the same pair of three different like gradients of gray. It's like when I have to match them up, I have to hold them up by length and then see which ones are slightly more stretched out and which are longer. Anyway, this is scintillating podcast material. I know. I found that very erotic. (laughs) Yeah, your hair is completely changing. I was going to say, yeah, your hair is more. It's very voluminous. It's very. I like showered today, and all of a sudden, I was transported to a different decade. So that was very fun. (laughs) Yeah. It's perfect. Very fun. It's almost like it depends on the day. Sometimes it's just a mullet, and other times it's just seventies. So it's a little bit I hockey like hairish, but it's in a good so way. So hockey hairish. In a good way. It's terrible. No, don't. It's not an insult. I shaved it all off and was like, no, I need to commit to hair again. And then now I'm here, and we'll see how it goes. No, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, so it's time for Papo of the Week. Papo of the Week. So. To the uninitiated, a puppo can be anything. It can be a person, place, or thing, animal, vegetable, mineral, just whatever that certain something special that makes you think that's fucking cute. That's great. It's the antithesis of a retail nightmare. Right. Who is your puppo? Who is my palate cleanser? Yeah, who exactly. Is my, who is my puppo? Of Who's the your amuse bouche? Amuse? Is a it a cow? A moo bouche. A <laughs> That is a really good question. Oh my goodness. Who is mine? We can go first. I was going to say, can you guys go first? Yeah. I really want to think about this. Well, I know who my Papa of the Week is. Should I go? Sure. Please. Okay, my Papa of the Week are these two cats who hang out a lot on the sidewalk. I've talked about them before on the podcast, but I've never really had like a great encounter with them. Uh... They are who Jay goes to visit every time we record a podcast and he goes for a walk. He walks to visit these cats. They live on Ontario and 18th and their names are Eddie and Emma. And I'm pretty sure they're siblings. They're both tuxedo cats and they are the friendliest cats. I think maybe I've ever met. They're like right up there with crumbs who I think is the best cat I've ever met who lives in Toronto. He's a former guest, Jesse Locke's cat. And, uh, Jay was at the doctor the other day and I was at work and I knew that he had walked to the doctor and there was like a torrential downpour and I was like, oh shit, Jay's going to go try and pick up his comic books that he just got back from the printer after the doctor and he's going to get soaked. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta go pick him up. And 
I picked him up and then all of a sudden the rain stopped and it was just a beautiful, gorgeous day. And so we were near the cats and I said, yeah, let's go see the cats. And we drove past and they were both out. So it felt really weird because normally you just see them when you're walking past. But we drove our car up, parked in front of the house, got out and then said hi to the cats. And then they walked down from their porch to meet us and just rolled around in the sunshine and it was gorgeous oh my god um they, and i found out that they have an instagram account i've talked about this before but i couldn't remember what their hashtag was so they are called uh eddie and emma and the uh instagram is just eddie and emma and if you want to follow them the hashtag is west 18th cat patrol and uh they're not very active on Instagram, but it's worth just looking through all their old photos. I got a lot of good photos of Jay petting both of them at the same time. Mm. Uh, and they're just special. And I love that every time that we're doing this, Jay is just mm. hanging out with his cat friends. I love that. Yeah. They're probably the best part about that neighborhood. Oh, It's also a really safe and clean neighborhood. Yeah, it's nice. But it's there is on the same street one block up, someone has graffitied onto... The sidewalk with like acid that eats into concrete, uh, like elitists with arrows pointing to certain houses, which is weird because oh I I can only think that the people who would do that in that neighborhood would also live there because I think they're pointing to two houses that were newly built and had torn down some older houses. And I think it's like their neighbors who are mad at it. And it's like, well, you're all just rich. So like. Who are who who's are the you? elitist here? Really? Yeah, like it's sort of the pot calling the kettle black. Ooh. Um, so it's a weird neighborhood. There's some politics going on. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. I will follow that account. Yeah, they're they're worth a follow if they ever post again. Uh, Alicia, who's your popo? My popo's Hank. David, who is your popo? My popo is going to be um, Little Caesars stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I know it's a bit of a bold choice. It's amazing. But this week has been a bit of a doozy. And the oh. past week was two. Just a lot of kind of, you know, you know, when you're in the like Vancouver sad state of mind, you're just like, yes. oh, I'm just sad. It's just sad. You can't really pinpoint it. You're just like sad. Just general sadness. You know, and so I was really thankful because I decided I was going to have a little Caesar stuffed crust pizza. Your whole face just lit <laughs> I, up. It is. I smile. <laughs> you're blushing. I blush. It's one of those things that like, I'm not here to recommend it. I'm here to endorse it. <laughs> but when you just want to binge eat something and you know it's going to just be so bad, you're going to regret it the next day, but it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. So I got it. And let me tell you, that large size <laughs> satisfied. It did the job. Did you eat it all? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's so easy to eat all of a pizza. I know. I don't know what this whole like thing is like, oh, I can only eat like two pieces. No, you can finish it. Stop being coy. <laughs> I guess you, alone you can finish it, but in public you can't. It's true. I have yeah. a weird time eating in public. Yeah, like you can't eat an entire pizza in public. Yeah, that's a well, weird thing. I do thing. once a week, but it's very small. I do too. <laughs> I do too. A flat. I mean, I eat a flatbread because yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like an upper echelon kind of like, you know. <laughs> flatbread eater. But yes, Little Caesars, I just had to shut it out because I hadn't had that in like maybe 10 years. Wow. Like it, it's just not like an every, there's just no one. There's no, no like a little season in my house. It's not common, but yeah, oh I only know God. of one on East Hastings near my practice space, which every time I go by, I'm like pizza, pizza, but I've still never been. It's not like good. No, 
But it's bad in a good way. It's bad, exactly. And yeah. it's very doughy. And like the stuffed crust is like the particular, that's the stickler because they put that like, oh, anyways, we're not going to get like into it. It's like crazy bread and pizza at the it same time, is. right? It is. It's literally just like they put crazy, oh my God. Ask like, as Graham Clark had a real love affair with uh, Little Caesars a couple of years ago. Oh. And he was living really close to one. Uh-oh. And a very busy person. That's exactly Eating it. Eating a lot of because, like, when you get home and it's like 10 p.m. and you're like, I don't know what yeah, to what do. What are you with gonna do? You're starving. I'm starving. I'm shaking. Yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> and it's only once in a while, yeah. right? Exactly. And Vancouver will do that to you. It's I ate true. seven Easter eggs yesterday, <gasps> and each Easter egg had 30 grams of sugar in it, so that's 210 grams of sugar. Oh. I just eat sugar. Sometimes it's a spoonful. Yeah. But we're brown not getting sugar? into that. Brown sugar. So good. That's so really good. Pissed. We're not, yeah, it's just like we're not doing that all the time, but like a polite half a spoon. Anyways. <laughs> polite, yeah, I know. It tastes really good and it melts in your teaspoon. tongue. Yeah. Um, this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Uh, David, if people want to see perform. Yes. Well, I'm actually doing a show really soon. When? Which is peculiar. I'm doing one on May 16th, which is next Monday, right? April 16th. April 16th. <laughs> April yeah. 16th. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, everybody. Well, this is perfect because it comes out on April 16th. Yeah. Oh, so, well, today, I know you guys are listening. So, <laughs> after you're done listening to this sexy podcast, please come down to uh, XY Nightclub. I will be doing a show called Moist Mondays. Ooh, la, la. I, I am it. the guest at Misty Meadows' show. It's going to be really fun. We're celebrating the beauties of 420. Oh. which is it ties in beautifully I'm to your first story <laughs> right and like to my heritage of squamish it's gonna be <laughs> fabulous um i'm not sure what i want to do but i did prepare a monologue for it wow about it's a it's one i used to do in high school and it was a, an educational piece on the dangers of marijuana wow it's quite funny and i like it a lot so wow. i'll be doing that so come watch me do that and if you don't feel like that i'll also be doing uh, some stuff on YouTube very soon. So just uh, subscribe to the Amy Grindhouse YouTube channel and you'll see me there. Awesome. Wonderful. Uh, Jessica, anything coming up? Nothing coming up. I just want to plug Jay's comic book. Amazing. That, uh, yes. More than half of them are already sold. Fuck. So yes. amazing. if you want to buy one, just uh, PayPal some money to Jay. It's on his Twitter account. Like I think I plugged it on the Retail Nightmares podcast. And it's so fun. I sent out a bunch of mail outs to people who ordered them from America and Canada. And I put so many stickers on all the packages. And then I was worried that the stickers were going to get like knocked off of the mail. So I put tape over all the stickers. So it's like an artifact. And some of those stickers, I just want everyone to know I have been saving since elementary school. So th these are like good shit. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. So check it out. The comic's called Now Me See Me. So beautiful. Alicia, do you have? No, nothing much going on. All I talked about this week was Easter eggs at work. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And now that you're just recovering from that. Actually, uh, Young and Sick should be out next week, I <gasps> hope. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're a little bit behind track for that. But we're our launch date was supposed to be April 16th. So fingers crossed. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. Yeah, fingers yeah, crossed. I'm very excited. Also, like, you're your own boss. So. Yeah, we're not actually also going to release it on Mondays. So that's yeah. right. But next week it's supposed to come out. 
Um, this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Please donate to our Patreon account. Um, you guys are great. We hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. And David, thanks so much for being on. It was so yes, nice to meet you again. You. Thank you for having me. This has been like the most fun ever. Please come back and <laughs> tell us your clock stories. Yeah. I will have so many more for next time. <laughs> oh my God. Bye. Bye. Bye.